Welcome to an inspirational message recorded live at Little Falls Christian Center. I'm going to start immediately with a message that the Lord has laid on my, laid on my heart. And I want to say to you this morning, with a few minutes that I have, and I'm so grateful that Maud uh, spoke to you in this way, because it is indeed a very, very important thing. I have long ago learned that, listen to me, this is the title of my sermon, sermon living a supernatural life. Living a supernatural life. It means it is greater, higher, above the natural. And I don't know about you, but I'm sure if I were to ask you today, how many of you in your life ever experienced any form of a miracle can I see? Praise God. That's a hundred percent. But there's a difference between the odd and occasional miracle and living a life, a Pentecostal Holy Spirit life where every single second of your life is a Holy Spirit supernatural moment. And I want to say to you, under the leadership of Pastor Harold, and it's not to butter his ears or anything, but he set an example. He set a standard so high that it was often very hard to reach it. Yet, we always say 10% more, Lord. I want to do 10% more. So here is the crux of the message today. The only thing God said to me about this is, my children are missing out on miracles because they do not meditate on the Word sufficiently. My children are missing out on second-by-second second miracles because we've become desensitized. We are insensitive to the Holy Spirit. And you pass by miracle after miracle after miracle because we're not tuned in the way we're supposed to be tuned in. I testify today in the name of Jesus Christ, the truth. My life is one miracle after the other. I can hardly turn around and there's another miracle waiting. And the miracles aren't people raised from the dead and all these big things that we term as miracles. My miracles sometimes are so small that I take a breath and I say, God, thank you for another breath. Can you say amen, church? <laughs> Hallelujah. Just another breath. I will never forget on that hospital bed when I was lying there, battling, praying, intercessing, uh, fighting the devil for my next breath saying, I shall not die, but live to declare the goodness and the glory of God. Every breath is a miracle. Every heartbeat is a miracle. So you're living with miracles, but then they are the more obvious. And I want to say to you yesterday, for example, I went to Clearwater just to go and buy something, got to the parking meter there, and uh, the machine wouldn't take my 20 rand. And I was frustrated with this thing, and I was thinking, do I have to go to another machine? The end of the story is over my shoulder, somebody put a 10 rand in. That is a miracle. That is our God taking care of us. You'll have sufficient every day if you're tuned into God. Oh, the testimonies are overwhelming. In the week, I was just at a place 
And I want you to understand being sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You don't belong to yourself anymore. You belong to God. He directs your every footstep, child of God. And you've got to have an open ear, hearing the voice behind you say, this is the way, walk in it. I've learned it from Pastor Harold. You know, once he gave me a t-shirt and it was a worn t-shirt, but I received it with such gratitude. And that night it was winter and I slept in that t-shirt while I was trying to sleep. I had dreams and visions and the Lord talking to me and the scriptures opening, <laughs> hallelujah. We have miracles following us. So just uh, uh, in this week, I just took my grandchildren to a place there, a little river by me, and they do clay lot there and whatever, this clay balls that you throw and so on. And it was just a time of fun. The next moment, somebody of the congregation stood in this deserted place there. And I know this person has got a food ministry. He's handing out food to the poor. And I said, what are you doing here? And I said, I just felt to come here. He didn't feel to come there. The Holy Spirit directed his footsteps. And we two or more gathered together in the presence of the Lord. There he is indeed in our midst like he's here today. Anything can happen. Can you imagine? Oh, I want to get you excited. Because God at that moment, we didn't understand why we met in the middle of nowhere. Just by the way, on two occasions, I met Pastor Harold and Maud in places that I didn't even know they were there. And that's how God directs footsteps because there is power when two or more agree in the name of Jesus. The next moment, the two of us were standing here in this deserted place and another man came, a poor man, and he had a little badge. We all know what that church represents. But he was seriously looking for God. And we said, what are you doing here? Because I've met him before. The long and the short is this. He said, I've come here to pray to God to please provide food for me because I don't know where to go anymore. What a wonderful coincidence. Here's a man that provides food for the poor meeting a pastor in the middle of nowhere and God directs the footsteps of one of his children to give him food. Hallelujah. Oh, what a lovely, wonderful God. Wow, people. One of the devotions that we took up, uh, recorded this week, I said somewhere, child of God, hear me. When you leave this place today, when you walk out of these doors today, even right now in this place, the Holy Spirit is waiting around every single corner to bless you with another miracle. In the week ahead, He wants to bless you with another miracle. Praise God. So a supernatural life is a life filled with miracles. Where did I learn this? From the disciples in the New Testament. Oh, hallelujah, Mark 16, verse 20. And they, the disciples, are we not disciples? They went out and they preached everywhere. If I had the time, I will prove to you how your mouth and your heart is connected to work miracles for you. You cannot believe in your heart for a miracle, but with your mouth speak something else. They preached the miracle working power so. Mark 16, 20. And they went out. That's a principal word there, the two of them. And preached everywhere. 
the Lord working with them. Oh, God wants to work with us as we go out. As you go into this week, as you go into this day, God is waiting for you right now. And you say, here am I, Lord, send me. Here am I, Lord, use me. He's waiting. He wants to work with you as He worked with the disciples. Working with them and confirming the Word through the accompanying signs. Oh, God wants to surprise you with lovely interventions. I call them God winks. It's when God just sends you that little, that little blink of an eye and He says, you're doing good. Like last time I said, hold the hand of the Lord. But as we go out like the disciples, God is waiting for us and He wants to bless us. So Hebrews chapter number two, verse four, and I just want to um, reiterate this. Confirmed to us by those who heard him. Now, here, God bearing witness. God bearing witness both with signs and wonders. One thing on Pastor Harold's heart right now is that we return back to the true Pentecost, that we will, as Pentecostals, be known by the supernatural manifestations of the Holy Spirit in and through our lives, that things will begin to happen in our home cells, in the Bible school, in the church, and that we won't come to see a preacher on fire, but we will bring the fire to the church. Hallelujah. It's time for that to happen again. Let's put Pentecost back into Pentecostalism. Oh, praise God. How did he do this? Both with signs and wonders and with various miracles. Miracles. If I think back of what God has done in this church, if I think of people growing, arms growing, legs growing, deaf ears opened up, I bear witness to the miracles that happened that one day I'll never forget with that woman that could not hear. She even spoke difficult because she could not hear herself. How God opened that ear supernaturally. Oh, and the rejoicing that followed, praise God. Various miracles. And then comes for me the cherry on the cake, if I may say it like that. Oh, the precious gifts of the Holy Spirit. May there be a renewal of the gifts of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Let us not look around us like Peter did when the storms began to rage around him. But let us keep our eye fixed on Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith. Let's not look to the left, to the right, to wars and rumors of wars. We have got Jesus. And I loved what Maud said. If we're on the rock, you will never be shaken, child of God. I can tell you that. And then the last sentence, according to His will. According to His will. Why do people not receive their miracles? I believe it is because they keep their eyes off Jesus. They stop praying. Well, if God did this to me and what? God is not our enemy, child of God. God is not our enemy. Jesus is our Savior. And God is our friend. We honor Him as that. So why do they get despondent then? Jonah tells us. Jonah is such a beautiful example, and I do not have time for that. But I can tell you this. 
that the, the um, uh, what is the opdracht, the, the command that he received from the Lord was for him so foreign, so big, so impossible that he kind of wanted to run away from it. Well, he did run away from it. But there was another reason. It was his enemy. And secretly in his heart, I think, Lord, I really don't want these people to be blessed. Bless your enemies, child of God. You have no choice. Even if it's your husband or your wife, you've got to bless them and love them. Hallelujah. And your mother-in-law, praise God, love them. So, Jonah, in chapter 4, verse 3, he gives a testimony to the character of God. And I want you to remember this, because this is the God that is for us, not against us. And this is where Jonah said, For I know that you are a gracious and a merciful God. Oh, can you imagine if a gracious and a merciful God is waiting for you at the bank, waiting for you at the doctor's rooms, waiting for you in the courtroom, waiting for you, what He will do for you if He even spared the enemy, praise God. For I know that you are a gracious and a merciful God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness. One who relents from doing harm. There is a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful principle that I want you to catch this morning. And this is the following. You can never expect an outward manifestation of any miracle unless you have not first nurtured and treasured it on the inside. Where is the miracle seed planted in our hearts? And if we nurture it, if we cherish it, if we keep it there, the Holy Spirit will do, like in the book of Genesis, He will still come and brood over you, over the chaos in your life, like in the book of Genesis. He will hover over you and your circumstances like over the darkness and the chaos in the book of Genesis. He will cover you with His feathers and He will stay there until the breakthrough comes and the new creation comes out and the miracle comes in the name of Jesus. I say to you, I believe in a supernatural miracle-working God. And it's time that we become expectant for miracles. And tonight I'm going to tell you why. Let's stand to our feet and give God a praise offering this morning. Hallelujah. Oh God. Come on, give Him a good praise. Shout hallelujah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Whoa, Lord. Wonderful. Father, we thank you for this awesome privilege of you reminding us that you really are a supernatural God, above the natural, above laws of nature. And Father, that you, Almighty God, are waiting for us right now to give us miracles. Miracles, oh God. Let the hearts of your people become, if I may use the word, pregnant with expectation. 
of what you are about to do. I thank you now, Father, for Pastor Harold and Maud being with us. How wonderful we've missed them. But we bless them, Lord, as they take a sabbatical and as they do a very, very well-deserved time of resting. And I know you're going to be busy with Pastor Harold. But now I release each and every person to go in the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, under the wings of God, to go and experience your miracles in Jesus' name. And we all say, Amen. Go in the peace of the Lord. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.